You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Wait, I'm pausing this podcast to tell you to head over right now to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and download your free Captivating Courtship Code Playbook. Now in this playbook, I share with you my signature six-step Captivating Courtship Code, three myths that you want to avoid, and four tips to start using right now to level up your love life and the types of relationships that you attract. This is a 100% free guide just for you. So go ahead and head over to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and get yours. Don't forget to tell a friend. Hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. I am your host, Zara J, and I'm here with you for another week. Another glorious Monday. It's absolutely beautiful outside. We finally are getting some hint of fall weather down here in Florida. So it's it's still warm. It's still like a nice 78 degrees, but it's not 90. So that feels a lot more refreshing and easier to be outside. So I'm really grateful for that. And I'm also grateful to just be back with you all for another week and to talk about the topic of red flags this week. So I want to speak with you wonderful ladies and for you gentlemen who tune in as well about being too focused on red flags and why this may be ruining your courtship experience. So Pull up a chair and pay close attention because I know that if you're listening to this podcast, this may be something that you're experiencing. This may be something that you're doing. And I want you to have a better understanding of why this is having a negative impact on your courtships, on your relationships, and give you some insight on some things that you may want to consider and really take a dive into in order to transform and transition this. Now, before I get into that, if you haven't already, I want to invite you to join the Captivating Courtship Code Facebook group. Make sure that you join that Facebook group. I'm really considering and I'm kind of dropping some some information a little prematurely, but I am really considering doing a uh, eight-part series, a free eight-part series in the Facebook group next week. It'll only be available in the Facebook group. Not sure what topic I'm going to do yet. I've been doing some polls on my Instagram if you've been paying attention over the last week. So it looks like it's probably going to be something on either feminine energy or trust and vulnerability. I'm also considering a series on online dating. I'm not quite sure yet, but um, if you are a woman and you are looking to improve your courtship experiences, you're looking to get some more information and you enjoy the free content or you just want to connect with me, hey, I want to meet you too. Um, go ahead and join the Captivating Courtship Code Facebook group. And I will, if you follow me on Instagram, there's a link directly to it in my bio on Instagram. That's RJ Captivating Courtship on Instagram. Or if you are uh, following on the Facebook 
fan page, then you um, there should definitely be some links there as well. But go ahead and join the free Facebook group. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a free series. I'm not sure if it's going to be like a two week series, a three week series. It's definitely going to be either a six or eight part series. So I'm still kind of brainstorming that out. But I'm going to provide this uh, free series only in the Facebook group. So make sure that you go ahead and join it. I can't believe that I just dropped that information before I even made that full decision to make that announcement. I'm definitely doing it, but I didn't figure out exactly the topics. I really wasn't going to announce it. And it kind of just came out and blurted out. So there you have it. So go ahead and join the free Facebook group so that you can get that information and show up and engage with me. Um, during that that series. So as I said, today we are going to be talking about the problem with focusing too much on red flags and how this is ruining your courtship experience. So if you are someone and you know when you're being honest and transparent yourself that you tend to be more flaw focused or you tend to always be in search of red flags because this is kind of what you've been conditioned to do right at this point, especially I would say over the last couple of years when most people speak of relationships or courtship or dating or how to pick a partner. A lot of times they say, pay attention to the red flags, pay attention to the red flags, don't ignore the red flags. Or maybe you've been in a relationship where you've been married and you look back and in retrospect, you're like, I ignored the red flags. I didn't pay attention to the red flags. Girl, I've been there. I get it. Trust me. If anybody gets it, I get it. Um, But I want to shift your perspective on that because a lot of times, if you're too focused on red flags, it's causing other issues that's going to create a disconnect in the courtship process, which is going to make it a less enjoyable experience. It might push away men or repel men as you're getting to know them. And it's also going to create a lot of insecurities and low self-worth within yourself. So learning how to transform this experience and not be so focused on red flags um, is going to create a different experience. Like I said, right now, if this is how you're maneuvering, When dealing with men, you might be maneuvering like this just with dealing with people in general. Um, If if you're more flaw focused and focused on red flags, then you are showing up a lot more anxious, right? You're showing up a lot more anxious. You're really focused on things that you have experienced in the past and wanting to avoid repeating those things. So you're hyper focused and really looking for like any, is he a narcissist? Is he emotionally unavailable? Is he, you know, financially stable? Like you're, you're hyper alert, right? So that means that you're living in the past and the problem with living in the past. And you guys should know by now, I'm a big studier of, Uh, the subconscious mind and understanding how the brain works in neuroscience and how that plays into our actions and our behaviors and our habits. And that is just like my zone and my thing. And if you understand that when you are very focused on the past, you end up repeating the past, right? Because that's just how our brain works. It'll default to past actions. It'll default to affirming and confirming any things that we are already in search of or anything that we are already thinking of, right? Our thoughts help to shape that. So if you are really focused on identifying these red flags or identifying these things that you have experienced in the past and wanting to avoid them, then you're more likely to be drawn to them and to repeat those things again because you're on autopilot. So 
that is is occurring and that's one issue and then what you're also doing is making an attempt to predict the future so that anxiety gets revved up because you're you become too future focused and i've done an episode on this a couple episodes back sorry i don't have it off the top of my head but if you scroll through <laughs> your podcast, um, the podcast episodes, there was an episode on being too future focused. And the problem with being too future focused is you're trying to anticipate a future that hasn't occurred. So you are completely in a space of trying to predict the future and trying to avoid the past. And in either one of those spaces, you're not being fully present. You're not in the moment. And when you're not fully present, you're just not bringing your most authentic self. You're not bringing the value that you actually hold and possess authentically to the relationship or to the table, as someone may say. So the other thing when it comes to being really future focused, or I'm sorry, when you are paying too much attention to red flags, when you're too much in search of red flags, is that it's really, really hard to build a healthy relationship or to build healthy connections with someone if you are not in the present, right? So if you are not clear and you're not feeling good and you're not in present and you aren't really confident or in a place of high self-worth and in a place of your femininity, then it's gonna be really difficult to build healthy relationships. You can build a relationship, but you may build a relationship based on the past. You may build a premature, anxiously attached relationship based upon the future, right? But you're not going to build a healthy, well-balanced relationship that is clear, that leaves you feeling confident, that leaves you feeling desired and pursued because you're not building it based on the present. So what I want you to do and to focus on, and this is something that we teach in Captivating Course Code Group Coaching, something that I teach in my coaching program and something that I'm pretty good with helping women to understand how to better implement. Not pretty good. I am good. <laughs> but something that I'm, uh, I focus on when it comes to my coaching techniques and how to teach women how to better embody this aspect of courtship and the dating, uh, you know, marriage, any of that that you want to call that process, um, is that you need to understand how to better qualify the men that you're engaging with. And part of the reason why this is something that women aren't always the best at and they tend to avoid is because of a few things. One, you probably really want to make it work with a particular person so you don't want to qualify them because that requires a level of honesty and transparency with yourself and if you're in a space of being anxiously attached then of course you don't want to be truthful and honest with yourself because truth hurts right the other reason that you may be avoiding this how to better qualify is because you just don't know how to do it right so you just don't know how to do it you're just not very clear and it's easier for you to just kind of allow yourself to be chosen than to understand how to step into the position to be the chooser. And if you don't know who's authentically the right partners for you, 
then it's going to be really hard to qualify the right people for you because you're not 100% clear. I'm not even going to say 100. Let's just do 80%. You're not even 80% clear on who are the right partners for you. And that's not saying that you can't find somebody. You can find somebody. You can get married. You can go and have children. You can go live the life that you want to live. But oftentimes when you see people looking back on their relationship in retrospect, whether they're currently married or they're divorced, they will look back most of the time and say, we weren't really that compatible. There were a lot of things that I ignored. There were a lot of things that if I knew then, I would have made different decisions than what I know now. And people aren't always, I would say more often than not, aren't really satisfied with uh, the decisions that they've made. And I'm not saying that you can't avoid life, right? So courtship relationships are a healthy risk. People change, things change. It's all a part of a learning process and a part of a journey. So no one's going to get it 100% right, but you can certainly increase the probability of your satisfaction. You can definitely increase uh, the probability of something actually working out and being of benefit to you and being the right relationship for you. It doesn't have to be struggle love. It doesn't have to be shooting in the dark. It doesn't have to be all based on chemistry. I need to do an episode just about the false myth of picking a partner based on chemistry. That's a whole nother thing. (laughs) I will definitely have to do an episode on that. But you don't have to make these blind decisions and then keep failing forward, right? You can learn to make better decisions. So part of learning how to better qualify the types of men that you are bringing into your space, the type of men that you are considering as a partner is learning how to better connect with your intuition to make better decisions. And when it comes to connecting with your intuition, trust and vulnerability is everything. Um, learning how to be vulnerable, learning how to trust yourself and learning how to build better connections with other people in a very intuitive and authentic way is going to allow you to be able to sit back and decide on being the chooser and if the relationship is right for you and not a way that's forced, not a way that feels inauthentic and not a way that leaves you so focused on red flags that you may be missing out on the green ones. So here are a few things. I just wanted to provide you with a few things uh, for you to consider to see if you are too focused on red flags or if even you're in a red flag relationship or courtship right now, this is something that you need to learn how to better qualify. So, hey, beautiful. If you are listening to this podcast episode, I know you are the perfect woman to book a free 30-minute captivating session. Now, on this relationship clarity call, we're going to dive in and get really clear on where you currently are in your love life, where you want your love life to be in the next 12 months, and what exactly is blocking that from happening. And you're going to walk away with not only some clarity on what's currently going on, but you'll also have some insight on what are the next steps for you to take. Now, this is going to be the perfect call for you if you are a woman who values personal growth and development. Maybe you've already invested in counseling or books or trying to understand exactly what you need to do with your love life, but now you're ready to learn how to take the next step. This is also going to be a great call for you if you're a woman who's already tried online dating or meeting men through friends and referrals and that hasn't quite been working and you're ready for a proven solution that gets you results. 
this is also going to be a great call for you if you're a woman who's coachable and accountable and you desire some help and some input on knowing what steps to take and you're ready to take action. If that sounds like you, then go ahead to captivatingcourtship.com slash apply and book your free 30-minute captivating session and I'll be speaking with you soon. If you're in a space, tune in, take notes. I'm going to share with you signs that you need to better qualify the types of men or partners. So the first thing is, are you authentically clear on who are the right partners for you? Now, pause. Er, Okay, let's pause that for a second because a lot of times when people say to me, yes, I'm clear. Oh, I'm pretty sure I know who are the right partners for me. I feel really clear and confident on who are the right partners for me. I would say 90, 90, 95% of the time, you're not. 90, 95% of the time, you're not. And I know this not just because of my years of matchmaking. I know that there are key things that you could be more clear on before picking a partner that 90 to 95 of people are not. I know this from years of doing interviews, years of matchmaking. There are certain questions that when I ask continuously over and over and over again, no matter who the person is, I will see them be able, I will see them draw a blank and not be able to answer these questions, which tells me that you're not very clear on who are the right partners for you. That's the first thing. You know, the second thing is a lot of times when people feel as though they're clear on who the right partners are for them, they're thinking about very surface material things, or they don't even realize the messages that they've taken on through media, through society, through their family, through their friends, on who they think they should be with. And it's the difference between picking partners or being the chooser in a situation where you're being authentic and you're being very clear on who the right partner is for you because most people aren't even authentic with themselves. Most people aren't connected to their authentic selves. So there's a lot of layering. It's a lot of pulling back that you have to do to even reconnect with your authenticity, heal those emotional wounds, get back balanced and reestablish trust and intuition within yourself. So if you haven't done any of that inner work and you know, you're 25, 35, 45, 55, however old, and you haven't actually done the inner work. And I'm not talking about you've just gone to therapy to talk about some things, but you actually started doing the work to actually heal and and to be able to patch up those things so that you are reconnecting with your authenticity, then the likelihood that you're picking a partner and that you're even showing up in courtship and relationships authentically you is very small. Can it happen? Absolutely. Is it likely happening? No. Right. So this is just how things go. So if you are not connected with your authenticity, it's not very likely that you're picking partners based on who you authentically desire and having the clarity and the confidence to do that. You are more than likely picking people that you think you're supposed to be with based upon some societal standards, your family standards, material things. Um, Things that you think will get you validated from the outside, what other people will think of you, who other people would like to see you with, or how it would make you feel good if other people revered the partner that you picked. And it's not really an authentic relationship, an authentic process. So some signs that you may be experiencing that is if you're picking partners or in courtship, you're experiencing a lot of conflict, right? And I've been there. I've definitely been in that space in the past. 
Um, so if you are experiencing a lot of conflict, if you are at a place where you're constantly torn about, should I go forward? Should I go back? What should I do? You're operating a lot of gray spaces with that person. Um, if you're not making it, this is a big thing because a lot of you are not solidly making it 90 days with someone that you're getting to know. You're not making it at least 90 days with someone that you're getting to know. So if you're meeting men and you're having a lot of start and stop, it's only lasting about a week or two, maybe a month, maybe six weeks at the most before the relationship falls off. That means you're not a good qualifier. You're not picking the right types of men for you from the start. So you you aren't doing the best job of pre-qualifying who you're engaging with. You should be giving in about, um, you should, I'm sorry, it's completely lost. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm just going to keep it in. But you should be able to make it 90 days with someone, right? Because it takes about 90 days for the, the bond to officially form. So if you are having a hard time making it 90 days, I'll make another episode on that on reasons why this may be occurring. But This is a sign that you're not qualifying people. If you are so clear and you're so confident about who are the right partners for you, making it 90 days to get to know someone you're officially forming a bond should come with ease. It shouldn't be a struggle. Um, If there's a lot of emotional imbalances or reactions during courtship, that means that you're not authentically clear and you're not doing a good job of qualifying who you're engaging with. Um, If you feel like you are clinging, like you are needing, like you are chasing, you're pursuing, or if you're even in a space of avoiding, um, then those are some signs that you are not doing a good job of qualifying who are the right partners for you. And this is going to help you to be more red flag focused and you're too red flag focused. So that's the first thing. Second sign that you're too red flag focused and you need to become better at qualifying the right partners for you is that you are fear driven with your decisions. So either you're choosing partners out of a fear of missing out, a fear of avoiding the past, a fear of repeating things, right? These are all fear driven experiences. So if you're showing up in a place of fear, you're not presenting yourself in a state of love. Love and fear cannot exist in the same space. So you're not being authentic. You're showing up not in your true value. You're definitely not showing up being the best chooser, the best qualifier. And you're too focused on red flags because everything is out of fear. Fear is, you know, correlated with the red flags. So if this is what you're experiencing, you have to become more intuitive. You have to learn to pick partners based on better being a better qualifier. The last thing that I'm going to give you ladies today that is a sign that you are too focused on red flags, red flags is ruining your courtship and that you need to be a better qualifier is that you're making decisions based upon judgment. And I see this so often with women who come to me for coaching when they first join coaching is that they're making a lot of decisions based on judging men and judging partners. And they feel like they are the judge and the executioner, (laughs) you know, like they're, you're making decisions based on judgment. The problem with making decisions based upon judgment and not based upon intuition, understanding and connection 
is that you you probably are pre disqualifying people uh, from a place of self righteousness, from a place of a lack of clarity, and from a place of not really understanding the human experience and seeing men as human beings. So I'm not saying to completely overlook the red flags or things that you should care about but the problem is you don't have those qualifiers and let me tell you something else this just kind of came to mind because I thought about a couple women that I have engaged with and a lot of women who have either I've worked with in coaching or have reached out to me in coaching one thing that I noticed about some of these women who lead with judgment and they're really focused on red flags and they're not the best qualifiers and they use judgment as a way to qualify is that they tend to judge the wrong people. They tend to be really harsh judges and critics of people who probably should get more understanding and they should take the time to connect with the person to actually better qualify them versus they are really um, lenient judges with the wrong people. And then that ends up creating that cycle, creating that pattern of repeating past mistakes because the things that are familiar to them, they are very lenient with. They're not tough judges. And then they look back and like, why did I you know, lower my standard or let this type of guy in or I always do this or do that with these types of men? But the men who they should probably be a little bit more, um, I'm not even going to say lenient, but just take the time to understand them, take the time to connect with them in a very authentic way. So then they can make the decision from there. They're not good at that. They struggle with that. So they're letting the wrong ones through the door and stopping the, the, the ones that may possibly be right or they could be wrong it's still a a filtering process that these other men still need to go through but they're stopping them at the the red rope outside before the you know they even get to the door they're they're stopping them a block away at the line when the line starts about a block away so they're they're pre judging them and they're harsh judges when it comes to men that they probably need to take more time to understand better and they let the other ones in like vips they're just like what like he has no business being in here (laughs) so wanted to share that with you i hope that this was a helpful episode if you gained any benefit from it please uh do us a favor leave a review on your podcast platform and share on your social media, sharing your story, uh, tag me in it's RJ captivating courtship. I would love to connect with you. Love to know that you are currently listening to this episode and that you benefited or feel free to comment on a post on Instagram, send me a DM and let me know your thoughts. Uh, again, if you have not already, please join the captivating courtship code Facebook group and um, become a member of that private Facebook group. I post additional content in there. I will launch this series. I will probably announce it in a couple of days uh, exactly what the series will be about. But I'm going to be doing a free series, my gift to you, in the Captivating Courtship Code, the public Facebook group. So go ahead and join that so that we can connect there. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful week and I'll catch you soon. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. 
Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.